Hi everyone, JT here with Money Talks, joined by the illustrious Asen Kirilov. No, I started Hello. out as co-host. I'm slowly taking over. <laughs> Just Welcome to in. episode 10. <laughs> Welcome to episode 10, where we're going to talk about the focus of content marketing. Got a lot of good stuff coming for you. So take it off, Asen. Take what off? Exactly. Just so I know what we're talking about. <laughs> take everything off. Take off the episode. Don't stop yeah. there. Can I keep my hat on? <laughs> right. Okay. Guys and girls and ladies and gentlemen. We've got a really cool topic for you guys today. So we are not just going to talk about the focus of content marketing, but we're going to provide you with the difference between what content marketing is and how and what you guys can do so that you have a very clear cut picture of exactly what you need to do to be able to provide good, continuous, solid content on a very regular basis. The idea of content marketing in itself is to be able to promote something. So you need to know exactly what content marketing is. Let's start with the content side of it. all. So content in general could be anything. It could mean uh, something as simple as a Facebook post or a Twitter post or a TikTok video or a YouTube video. That in itself is a piece of content. Okay. Now, um, you could be doing this on a daily basis. You could be doing it on a weekly basis. You can be doing it bi-weekly, however you want, as often as you want, as long as you stay consistent, because consistency is key in regards to any sort of content that you're putting out. If you want to be able to generate a clientele uh, that will be a following at the same time, you need to have consistency. So. Like I said, content is very simple. It could be a lot of things. You can differentiate it very easily um, because of the type of um, content that it is. You could be speaking, which a lot of people do, about political things, movements, etc., etc. what's happening in the news. You could be speaking about your own experiences, which is, again, personal content. Okay, so you could be focusing on corporate content. You could be doing any type of content. The fact is, no matter what your content topic is, it's still content. You're still providing a, a stream of information over a period of time to viewers, listeners, um, anyone that's really in your clique or your group. Now, the marketing side is more or less uh, a little bit more complicated because you're potentially providing um, a basis for your content to, to work on. So you're marketing yourself, whether it is the brand side of things that you're marketing or whether it's a, a particular product, it's still advertising. It's still spreading the word. You could be doing it organically. You could be doing it by paid advertising. It doesn't really matter. You're marketing something. So you're providing information to uh, a group of people or it could be a vast majority of people in regards to your content. So the, the process in itself becomes very clear cut to them as well, as long as you're consistent. That's why that is key. It's very important to, to keep that in mind because providing it on a, on a regular basis will show consistency, it will show dependability, and most importantly, please be original, okay? Because originality sells most. 
There was an old saying which exactly, yeah. Um, there, there's an old saying that God, God help me. I think I'm gonna screw it up if I try and 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 say it. But I think it's uh, it's better to succeed at originality. Uh, no, it, it's yeah. I think that's it. It's better to succeed at originality than fail in imitation. Uh, never heard that does, one. Does that make sense? <laughs> but I think you are succeeding in originality, so, you know, <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. It's exactly the opposite. My apologies, Jesus Christ. It's it's better to succeed. Uh, it's better to fail in imitation and succeed in originality than the other way around. Because then you, you're being fake. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Am I, like, looking stupid right now? <laughs> I it makes not. no sense to me, but you know what? I'm sure someone out there makes sense too, <laughs> and it will speak to that person, and it will change their <laughs> life. As long as, uh, <laughs> as long as we've helped you guys, we're on right, point. Right. By by intention or by accident, <laughs> whichever works. As long as it does, it doesn't matter. Right. So, All right. Yeah, I'd like to uh, clarify a few points on that as well. Some great stuff. Um, number one, what what is content marketing? Content marketing is not marketing your content, is is using your content to market whatever product or service that you have. You know, so you don't get confused by that term. It's a uh, kind of a strange term. <laughs> but you know, you know you're, people... you're you're putting you're you're picking a topic, which is probably what you offer, your product or your service, and you're putting out material, which is content, to help build trust in that thing help sell that thing, help market that thing. And that's really the idea behind it. So that's one point I wanted to clarify. And then also the the whole point of content is you want to do it high quality, as high quality as you can. Um, you don't wanna just put out trash and think that, you know, the more you put out, the better. You know, it's often the opposite. You know, you wanna put out as much as you can for consistency's sake, but not so much that you're not putting your heart into it, that it just kind of falls by the wayside and you're just putting out, you know, bad stuff just as filler. You want to avoid filler. You want to use high powered material, high powered content. And that's really going to up your marketing game. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it is really a very difficult line to to walk on because a lot of people tend to believe one side of what JT just said, which is, you know, if, if you're creating enough content, eventually you will become good at it. And there's a lot of people that think that you have to actually have superioristic uh, content to be able to 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 actually have some sort of interest from people. I personally believe it exactly what JT said. You know, if you're going to create content, make sure the content is good enough so that people are interested. If you create content that nobody's going to be interested in, then why exactly are you doing it? You know, you're not going to get gain anything from it. You're not going to get any clients. You're not going to get any followers. You're not going to get people interested in, in anything that you have to say. So if you're creating content, make sure that it is related to the topics that surround you or the general topics of the field that you're in, regardless of what niche you're in, regardless of of what it is that you're doing as a business or what you're trying to create. So make sure that you're you're trying to stay within that circle of, of topics so that you have a good idea and a good drive as to where your content needs to be leading people. We will eventually make an episode in regards to 
to the structure of the content marketing and how you can actually create a process to to do exactly what I've just mentioned. But again, that's for another episode. Right. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely focus on quality. Focus on consistency. Uh, but don't do so much that you overwhelm yourself. You know, it's supposed to be a creative and fun process. If you're not having fun creating your content, you need to be doing something else. You know, maybe accounting <laughs> is more <laughs> up your alley or some other soul sucking up <laughs> occupation. I don't know, but you, you want to have fun. You want to put your heart into it. You want to be passionate about what you're talking about. And that's going to make all the difference. Absolutely. You have to make sure that, that uh, we did actually mention this in, a, in our previous episode, if you guys didn't really notice, um, it is quite important to have a little bit of fun while you're doing what you're doing. Don't don't like just be, oh, I've got to sit down, I've got to do this all over again and stuff like that. No, focus on creating content that's original and that, that goes hand in hand with what's happening to you in your particular journey. Those are the type of things that people will resonate with because realistically speaking, if if you're writing about Joe Bloggs that's like 1500 miles away are living in uh, somewhere doing something, but no one's really gonna be interested. People wanna experience your journey with you. So tell that story, tell the story of the struggles, tell the story of the successes, share your successes with people. It may be something super simple, like you made a sale of three, three bucks today you know what people will actually clap for you because what you'll find in in this particular circle and uh what me me and jt have seen recently as well is that regardless of your win whether it's big small it doesn't matter people will encourage you to continue they will encourage you to do better because there are so many people out there that are failing that don't even reach out to it because they're ashamed, but there's no shame in the process. You know, if something, like we mentioned in the last episode, if something doesn't work, try something else. You know, you're not a trait, just move on, experience something new. For all you know, your next step, your next post could be the winning post. It could lead you somewhere completely different and you could experience uh, a win or a loss regardless. You keep pushing forward, you don't give up. That's one of the main quotes in our industry never give up the moment you do you lose so try not to do that right absolutely so um <laughs> this reminds me of a post i did the other day you know it got no reactions no likes nobody commented it's like everybody saw it but they just ignored it um but the the whole idea is that you don't want to focus on the outcomes you don't want to focus on the engagement or what people say you just want to focus on quality and to explain what kind of happened behind that, I was experimenting, you know, I, I I do a lot of gaming, you know, that's kind of like, you know, how I let off steam and, and de-stress and whatnot. So I did this whole post about a game that I was playing, which was a, a Ghost Recon game. And I was talking about, you know, how, how they got out of, you know, the narco base, and they were shooting things up. And then, you know, I was flying the plane and, you know, I was trying to like stay close to the ground. And then, you know, the, the landing strip is up here on the mountain and I'm trying to like get the plane and the, <laughs> the mountain came up a little too quick. So I ended up completely wrapped around a tree and then I spent like the next, you know, 15, 20 minutes ramming the plane with a tractor, <laughs> trying to get it off and then use it, the mountain as a, as a runway. And I was like, man, this is like a great engaging story. You know, it's like, it's like gripping. And I 
was like practicing my story skills and nobody said anything about it <laughs> at all. And I was just like, man, I wonder what they think about me now. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, we've all experienced that. I mean, yeah, okay. JT's uh, example is quite unique and exhilarating, but uh, you know what? We've all had moments like that. We've all got into a stage where we're stuck and we're trying to find a way out and we're trying to do whatever we can to actually... That's a really funny story, by the way, dude. <laughs> Seriously, I can actually picture you doing that. Um, <laughs> Guys, uh, buckle up. We're going to have some turbulence. <laughs> the fact is, everyone... Uh, it, it's very simple. If you get stuck in a rut, you do whatever you can to get out of it, regardless of what it is, you know. But just because you failed at something doesn't mean that you have to quit. There's always ways around it. There's always something else that you can do. It's never the end of the situation. You can always find a way out. You can always find someone that can help you. That's why there's coaches. That's why there's mentors. That's why there's all kinds of free materials out there. I mean, go on YouTube. You'll be able to find loads of it. They can help you if you're struggling with any particular topic at all, whether it's the creation of content, whether it's, which we've actually done something in regards to, if you guys want to check it out, feel free to do so. Um, there is all kinds of information that will help assist your journey. Okay, don't feel like you're doing this on your own. That's why me and JT, we teamed up, okay? Because we are two incredible minds. Uh, we have experience from two particular different fields, but at the same time, we work great together because we know what our goal is. We know what we want to achieve. By doing what we're doing, we're already creating that particular type of movement. And you know what? Here's the best part. If it works out, fantastic. If it doesn't, great. Uh, well, no, not great. We can still do something with what we're doing because we know that regardless of whether it wins or loses, or if you guys are doing something and you're kind of suspect that it may be going through a process of failing, okay, don't discourage yourself, okay? If you're not there yet, there is still room to grow. There is still uh, things you can try to change the process that you're going through. So don't think that the end is the end, okay? Not unless you're six feet under. Yeah, yeah, the key is to always get better, always enjoy what you're doing. There's two ways to get better. You can learn about it from YouTube. You can actually put things into practice and do them. And if you stray too far into either camp, that's a problem. If you, if you just sit there and watch YouTubes about how to do what you're going to do for years and you don't do anything, you've not done anything. You know, you've just consumed content at that point. If you just go out and just start vomiting content everywhere and you don't have a plan or a structure or anything to follow, then, you know, you're just doing trial and error at best. At worst, you're just wasting your time. So you really want to, you know, fine tune what you're doing, get the right guidance, implement, get the right guidance, implement, and just keep getting better and better. Exactly. And, and believe it or not, there is a lot of people out there that do exactly what JT just mentioned. Okay. They will sit there for hours and hours and hours watching YouTube videos, you know, watching tutorials on what to do, etc., etc. in certain situations. They don't actually apply it. The practical side of things is what is going to help you. The more you practice something, there's a reason why uh, us as humans, we only get better if we do something continuously. So if we do something over and over and over, 
you get better at it. You don't get worse unless you don't learn. Okay, you will always always excel and exceed at, at, at something if you practice what people preach. Okay, it's like driving a car. You gotta learn somehow, right? Okay, so you have a few dings here and there in the process. The fact is, you still get a license, right? And trust me, there's a lot of people that still don't know how to drive. Okay, so when that <laughs> that's just being one example, but the fact is. Okay, if you want to become a true professional, you need to know that you have to market yourself and your content properly to be able to become that particular professional. Otherwise, if you stay at one particular level, you will never get anywhere else. You need to constantly be upgrading your content, making it better, choosing the topics that um, obviously are relevant to you and, and what you're trying to do at that particular time. Um, obviously, everyone tries to stay in tune with the latest topics, uh, millennials especially. I don't know why that's such a word, nasty word nowadays, a millennial. I really don't. But um, yeah, it's like every time I hear it, I'm like, Ugh. something inside me just cringes. You know, even though I uh, apparently I'm a millennial, I didn't even know it. Uh, anyway, regardless, the fact is, if you guys want to change the situation that you're in, if you want to become better at what you're doing, you have to keep practicing. You have to keep creating content because eventually, without a shadow of a doubt, your content will become relevant on autopilot. You will be in the know of what's happening around you and you will be generating that particular content for those particular topics or even specialize in one of those fields like some of the coaches that we work with like that that's all you got to do focus on what makes you happy focus on the uh, uh, ideas that you have because i assure you a lot of the content that you generate that you put out there is going to be relevant to a lot of people even ones you haven't met, as long as your profile is public and your posts are public as well, so that other people can see them. Right, and I just wanna say that there is a, such a thing as practicing the wrong way. You can get worse by practicing if you're practicing the wrong thing. So that's why you do need the right feedback. Uh, it reminds me of a friend of mine uh, from many, many years ago. He used to be in the Marine Corps, the United States Marine Corps. Uh, they taught him um, battlefield, combat tactics like how to throw somebody on the ground you know whatever they do afterwards i'm sure it's not give them flowers <laughs> we're trying <laughs> to keep it pg here but um you know he had that ingrained in him from day one for joining the marine corps and then you know he did his term of service and he got out and he wanted to become like a i was like a a state trooper or a sheriff or something like that and they had their own martial arts and a different way to take people down that was you know less aggressive and he had been so ingrained from the marine corps about his way to take people down he could not make the shift to learn the other way you know yeah. it, just, it just didn't work so you, you have to practice the right thing for your situation i think but well, but basically jt is trying to say is you have to adapt adapt to the to the situations that you're presented with and going back a little bit just rewinding just slightly um what i mentioned earlier in regards to creating content that's relevant to you what i mean is recording your journey start from the very beginning 
you will have an abundance of content at that particular point if you focus on telling the story correctly. Okay, so focus on your journey all the way up until the point that you decided to start making content about it. That in itself will provide you several ideas for topics that you can focus on. Not to mention, people love experiencing that. That's why a lot of people watch reality TV. I mean, to me personally, it's boring, but you know, that's exactly why, because they're interested. You know, here in the UK, we have this thing called Gogglebox, okay? Which is basically people watching people doing things. It's like no different than kids watching other kids play video games on YouTube. I never understand that thing, right? Like maybe I'm just old, I don't know, but surely I would love to just experience it myself by playing the game. But apparently this is the thing as well. The idea here is if you want to write original content and not become a copycat, then just write about your journey. Write about what you've gone through, the things you're going through at the moment. And potentially one day, once you've done a whole abundance of content at that time, you would have the experience of writing copy naturally which is probably another subject we can discuss next, JT. What do you think? That is actually a great idea. I was going to suggest that we do that. There we go. I think um, I'll let uh, JT take the lead on this because he's a master awesome. in the arts of copy. <laughs> master, but always a student, always learning more. Good. Um, so copy, it's, it's a strange word because when you hear copy, you're thinking, you know, you're making copies on your printer or whatever. But copy is just a word that means sales in writing. Okay, that's what copywriting is. It's not, you know, copywriting a book so it doesn't get sued or whatever. It's, it's copywriting, you know, like with a pen. And you're putting into words things that would normally only be said. So imagine a salesperson comes in, look at my car. It's hot red car goes from zero to... 60 and ridiculous amount of time or whatever okay you can't really say that in like a magazine article or a, a news ad or a facebook post you have to put that into very poignant language so that it sells when people look at it so that's what i was using last time about my a terrible billboard idea of the car you know looks real good <laughs> that's, that's a bad idea <laughs> don't, don't do that but you know if you're doing a uh my Facebook post about, say, selling a car, you know, you could go into this car has been rated by this and this agency to be the top of its line. And you go on all these like really powerful points and you're selling the car, but you're doing it in writing. So that's exactly what copywriting is. And in general, you're not selling necessarily a product you could be or a service, but you're also selling yourself. And that is the key to you know relationship marketing content marketing on facebook all these other platforms is to sell yourself absolutely well i mean selling yourself is a term that that you know gets kicked around quite a lot but um in reality it's providing people with significant information for the topic that you're trying to send out uh to people and writing the copy side of things in regards to that it kind of goes back to the originality of things okay because the the best way to write a good copy is to have a structure to it if you have a structure to it 
very much like what me and JT did right before this episode. We sat down, we delved into exactly what we need to do, how we need to do it, and we created a structure for it. If you have a good structure to your post, uh, kind of like we've discussed before, you know, you have the three selling points. You'd have the offer, you have the body, and you have the call to action. If you have those three selling points within your particular uh, piece of content, then you will be able to generate more leads. If you just throw information um, at people and just expect them to have some sort of a reaction to, to the information that you're putting on, out there, it's not gonna work. I mean, yeah, okay, you, you may get 25 likes on Facebook or, you know, someone throws you a heart or a smiley face here and there. But realistically speaking, if you are trying to create a profitable business, unless you're just doing it for the sake of it, and that's exactly why you're doing it, just to get likes on Facebook and not wanting to, to actually proceed in your business, then I suggest you carry on doing exactly that. But if you're serious about what you want to do, if you're serious about generating some sort of a significant income even if it's a passive income from what you're doing then i suggest you listen to these ideas because that is exactly where you're going to get to if you follow a particular type of process okay copy in itself is is very significant method that that is it not very complicated but super strategic okay you're always creating content and pieces of materials to get to somewhere okay you're building your base it's like you're building a house okay you know you got to have a good foundation you got to have walls unless you're a naturalist a naturist Na naturalist yeah and you like to expose certain uh, anyway yeah you get the idea the fact is that if you want to have good content you need to have good structure that's yeah, it absolutely and you made a, a very great point about information you know we are in what's called the information age people are overloaded overwhelmed with information they don't need more information they have all of the information in the world on the internet what they need is someone to take that information and turn it into something that pertains to them and they can use because you can go on facebook your email and you know just walking down the street and you'll be exposed to more advertising than in a few minutes that some people like several hundred years ago went through their entire lives like that's how much we are bombarded by advertisements by people trying to sell to us market to us all these things and you need to stand out you you need to not become part of the noise you need to be separate from the noise you need to be original you need to stand out you need to draw people in and get their focus in a world that takes your focus in seconds absolutely we say absolutely a lot by the way i've just noticed that but at the absolutely. same time um, at the same time your biggest selling tool the tool actually already exists and you know what it is it's this okay because every, well, let's say not every single person, uh, by the way, for those of you listening on the podcast, I am currently holding up my phone to the camera so that uh, you understand what's happening. Um, but yeah, every single person that lives in the first and second, most of the third world countries do actually have a cell phone that 
they consume constant information on. They're consuming information like a sponge. Okay, they're 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 sucking all of this information up. Whatever they people remember, okay, it is irrelevant. The fact is they're constantly consuming information on a daily basis. Okay, that is exactly why our attention span has dropped significantly over the past two decades. I think it's like dropped from eight seconds to six seconds now. And I, I thought it was like 2.5 seconds or something like that. Oh, it could, it could be that. The fact is that if you don't capture a person's interest within that short space of period of time, you've lost them as a client already. So you want to make sure that your copy is on point, that you're writing information in a particular way. It could be your, your title, the title of your post. It could be the way that it looks. You could just do something as simple as just uh, putting it in italic, you know, and that's it. You know, it could be something that simple, but if you stay consistent with what you do, it becomes part of your brand because every single person that looks at a post that you have written a particular way will automatically associate that post to your brand. And this is kind of what we've discussed in previous episodes as well, but this is important to know. Okay, because not a lot of people think about it. Not a lot of people make that correlation between the two. Like whenever I write a post, I know that if someone looks at my post, they're going to go, oh yeah, Aeson wrote that. You know, because it's original. It's not something that I've just copied from somebody else. You know, it's something that will stand out to people who know who I am, who know my story. And it's relevant to who I am and what I do on a daily basis. Because I could go a week without posting something and have something going on in the background that you know may inspire me to write content about it the following week you know and that's exactly where you should be drawing your inspiration from things that happen to you on a daily basis will help you generate content help you market your content better it will also help you write good copy as long as you're consistent with it so if you guys are on the podcast listening to this now this is where it all starts making sense to you because every single thing that you do in the particular way that you do it is a marketing strategy, okay? It's how you're going to excel forward. Everything is tied together in a continuous line. So as long as you follow the steps that we line up for you guys and the guidelines that we provide in here, then you will be absolutely phenomenal one day. Absolutely, and I wanna just point out that consistency and finding your own voice you know you can have the same voice but that doesn't mean you always post the exact same kind of content you know you need to mix it up you need to add a little variety into it so people are flavor reading (laughs) they're not always reading the exact same thing all the time and you know you can go through different content ideas experiment with different things i actually like to use content formulas um so one formula I think is very powerful. If you've been in marketing more than five minutes, you've probably heard of it. But, you know, let's say you're not from the marketing field and you're you're looking at getting into that field. It's called the RVL formula, which is results, value, lifestyle. And basically the idea is you just kind of cycle through different kinds of posts. Like, you know, you have profit posts, which is your results or um, testimonials could be one idea for that. Um, value or values you know you could give your own take on things 
and you know share your own opinion that's the values and then value is like okay how to how to make a podcast how to write this type of post so that's another kind of content and then lifestyles you know you just share about your life like i tried to do with the uh, <laughs> the ghost recon post and failed horribly <laughs> <laughs> the fact is though that that's exactly what people do on a daily basis you know you're living your life okay so that's lifestyle in itself okay so if you're sharing content about that it could be a, a structure as simple as you know you're out and about taking a walk take a picture of something that is interested you that you believe may be interesting to other people as well and you end up posting that on facebook 25 minutes later as an example you know you're at home and an idea has just popped into your head and you decide to write another post so like jt said you're cycling through the three okay you're cycling through uh every single one until the point that you start finding yourself you start planting your feet you start creating something which is more relevant to that side of things you could focus a lot more on your lifestyle and that's exactly what your group of uh followers may enjoy seeing you know at the same time they could also enjoy reading about you know this amazing book that you've just uh read from robert kiyosaki for example and you know it, it could be anything but you're continuously cycling through that particular type of formula, which is what, what would you say, about 95% of marketers do anyway, especially up and coming marketers? Yeah, it, it's a very common formula. I mean, I think because it's so common, it has slightly lost some of its power. Mm -hmm. And so I actually created an expanded form of that formula. Uh, it's called the Velcro content formula. Now, it's not one C, that's two C's. So there's no you know, copyright infringement, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it sounds the same, but it looks very different. But that's that's a, a more expanded formula going over different types of content to really spice things up and take your content game to the next level. I created an ebook about that, which is available in my group on Facebook, The Online Wealth Machine. You're welcome to drop in and check that out. Um, but so that's kind of like overall content strategies. And then you also need to think of strategies within posts themselves. And I know Asen talked briefly about it, which is the HPBQ formula, which is kind of like how to do an offer post. So you start with the hook, something that grabs people's attention. And then you have the body, which is, you know, the story or kind of what you're talking about gives context to it and then you have the pitch as a result of that story now this thing you know solved whatever problem that i had which is your pitch and then you would have something like a qualifier which is you know people who are broke don't bother commenting you know people who are not going to do the work don't bother commenting things like that to kind of like filter out people that are not right for your offer and then of course the call to action at the end which is if you are interested in this please leave a comment or send me a message or something like that that's a very powerful formula for an individual post itself absolutely and again uh, i'm gonna actually re-watch this episode or re-listen to it just to count the amounts of the amount of times that we have said the word absolutely every time we, we need a little counter you know if it's like on youtube and you're like ding ding <laughs> I, I, i'll see if i can do that actually that's really cool but um, jt has an amazing point here because using formulas um, with your content will help you generate 
content easier and plan your content as well. Um, because not, not only can you cycle through your content on a daily, weekly, however often you do it basis, but at the same time, it will help you strategize what content and how and when you can post content, which is also very important to help work with platform algorithms such as Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, etc., etc. Um, particular content, particular types of content, should I say, is um, affected by these algorithms depending on the platform that you're using, or like most people use cross cross platform. I nearly said contamination there, but it's actually cross platform posting um, where. If they post, someone actually did a, um, a statistic on this recently, by the way, I can't remember the, the exact um, the exact post that I read about it, but someone did a statistic on this and they tested, they kind of like split testing, which is what we spoke about um, in our last episode, but they tested one particular post spread across, I think it was like four or five different platforms and how much interest it generated depending on the time of day that it was posted and the platform that it was posted on and when the results came back it was completely different because of the type of platforms that they were using so for example they posted it on linkedin and it only generated i think it was about 15 likes they posted it on facebook and obviously this is a different time so at like 10 o'clock uh, in the morning they posted it uh, on linkedin only got 15 likes uh, at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, they posted it on Facebook and it got like 45 likes. You know, they did a video about it um, on, on TikTok and it, it generated like 300 likes and stuff like that. So it's all dependent on the platform that you use um, because every single platform will have a different type of field of expertise of people on there. So LinkedIn is more professional, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Facebook is more, I would say casual, um, although a lot of businesses and business people do use Facebook as well to uh, to generate uh, leads and clients, etc. Um, you've got TikTok, which is for kind of like the younger generation, the millennials, as I um, said before. Um, and, you know, you've got Twitter, which is a super platform to to use for anything and everything. Um, but realistically speaking, I think the content that we covered in this and just to kind of do a little bit of a recap um, it is quite important because it will help a lot of people get a better understanding of why content marketing uh, is important and where you need to draw that focus on and the points that you need to be focusing on. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I just want to share one final point based on what you said. Hmm. Related but unrelated, uh, you're talking about having content on all the different platforms. There, there's a, a great strategy behind that is that you always want to use other platforms to advertise your other platforms. You know, they're basically nets that go out and catch different types of customers. Like you said, the professionals on LinkedIn, you have the, the Twitter people, you have the Facebook people, the YouTube people, and often they're completely different crowds of people and they don't go cross platforms themselves. But if you have kind of one area to bring them to, maybe a, a landing page, or it could be an official Facebook page or something like that, is where you're drawing everyone into and no matter where they come from and that also advertises all the other you know avenues of medium that you have 
And the reason for that is the more apparent you are in their lives, the more that you're attacking them from every angle. You see like um, these big name people it's like Tony Robbins, you go on Facebook, Tony Robbins, TV, Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Like, everywhere you go is Tony Robbins and people are all like, wow, maybe I should buy something from Tony Robbins. You know, this is a marketing strategy that's very effective. They, the more they see you in different places, the more they start to trust you. And the exactly. more they trust you, the more likely they are to buy from you. So if you just surround their entire world with you, then that's what they'll be thinking about. Yeah, realistically speaking, people will only buy something from you if you're contacting them directly after the seventh time that you have contacted them. So if you, like JT said, if you're attacking them from every single angle, eventually that person is going to become a client. That's why if you if you think about it, songs on the radio, this is a perfect example. How many times have you heard a completely brand new song and thought, I don't really like it. But then a week later, you've heard that song 700 million times and then it's the best song in the world to you. And like, you love it. You know every single word, you know how the rhythm goes, you're singing it in the shower, you know? But that's the whole point. You know, this this is the principle of marketing, okay? If, if you can focus the attention of your product uh, on, every, well, if you expose the attention of your product to everyone, okay? Especially if you can pinpoint it to people uh, from, different platforms to guide them to your product okay whether you're advertising in magazines radio stations tv uh ads newspapers whatever it is yeah you're focusing their attention on your product so eventually that person will go you know what i've seen that like five times what the hell is it you know and 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 it will start drawing their attention to it they themselves will then take the initiative to actually find you if it becomes enough of an interesting point to them. This is the whole reason of what we're talking about, consuming content passively. Because if you can expose yourself, not not physically, expose your, your content to people enough times for them to be able to start recognizing you in their subconscious, then you will start generating sales to those people and those people will become clients. Super simple strategy, right? And it works every time without you even realizing. Back in the day, like, what was it? 60, well, I won't say 60s, but 70s and 80s, Pepsi was a big thing on TV. Okay? When was the last time you saw a Pepsi advert? You know, and it used to sell a lot because it was everywhere. It was all on billboards, TV, radio. You know, Britney Spears did a commercial for it when she was like 16, I think, something like that. And that type of marketing industry, although um, changed a lot since then, has evolved into something that they use strategies inside of to be able to market products to us as, as people on a daily basis because they're constantly upgrading those strategies. They're finding new ways to expose that type of information to us so that it becomes valuable to us and we seek out that particular product. Cool. Sounds like a, a wrap or a burrito or <laughs> something along those lines. Taco Bell, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you all for joining us on our, what was it? Focus on content marketing podcast. You know, now I figured out what side. So the, the like <laughs> and subscribe thing is coming down here. So it's definitely like there. That, you know, depending yeah. on what platform you're oh, on, yeah. definitely follow us. Check out our Facebook groups, Gen Spy, Money Makers, Online Wealth Machine, and our partners. Uh, we got all kinds of good stuff coming up. Uh, over the next few weeks, we got just pumping out some good stuff. So hope y'all enjoyed. And we, I'm JT and... And I'm Mason Kirilov. And it was a pleasure to serve you guys. Hopefully we'll see you on the next episode. Take care for Absolutely. now. Absolutely. When we talk about sales strategies and how they can help your business grow. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Because that is JT's expertise. Yeah, uh, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> right, guys. Take care for now. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Um, hope you're keeping safe and uh, we'll speak soon. All right. Ciao.